0: Hello, this is Tim Germano here on Truth Applied, where we take God's Word and we apply it to our everyday lives. Let's see what the Lord has for us today on Truth Applied. Hello, this is Tim Germano here with Truth Applied, and uh, we're going to look today at Matthew chapter 4, pick up where we were last episode. And remember, in this study, we're looking specifically at Jesus' life. We're looking at His sayings, what He did, um, how He responded to people. There's so much that we can learn from our Savior. And we're going to look at a few of those things today in Matthew chapter 4. First off, let's read verse 17. It says, From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now in Matthew chapter 3, we saw um, his baptism and his preparation for public ministry. We saw in the beginning of Matthew chapter 4, how he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan himself. And even at his lowest point, he still leaned on God and his word and still came out of temptation. That's an encouragement to us, even when we're when we're down, when we're discouraged, we can make it through temptation because God has always made a way of escape. He always will do that. And so Christ, He's prepared for His public ministry after testing and after showing His humility, He began His public speaking ministry. He spent that time in preparation. And it's a reminder for me as as a missionary, I have an opportunity to speak often in public. And if you're a Sunday school teacher, a Bible study leader, a small groups leader, uh, a pastor, a missionary, whoever you may be, when we minister publicly, it must be preceded by a time of preparation. And, you know, whenever I speak publicly, I try to spend uh, as much as I can. You know, I have that routine that I usually do, but preparing for the lesson, studying the Word... But even before I, I preach or teach, I try to spend a lot of time praying before I go out. Because I know that if I lean on my flesh, if I lean on myself, then that's exactly what I'm going to get. I'm going to get something leaning on my own power. But if I'm leaning on the Lord and on His Holy Spirit to move and to work through the message, despite of myself... That's when he gets the most glory. That's when the message goes out. That's when it's not hindered by me, by my flesh. And so Jesus, he spent time in preparation for public ministry before he went out. He spent that time there. And so we see, again, as he's continuing that preparation for public ministry. uh, Let's continue there in Matthew chapter 4, verse 18. It says, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers, or fishermen. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from thence, he saw other two brethren, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, in a ship with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship. And their father and followed him And we have a parallel to this account In Luke chapter 5 Where we get the full story about how they had fished all night And Jesus asked them to launch out into the deep And Peter said Nevertheless at thy word I will let down the net And they had that great catch And Peter said depart from me for I am a sinful man O Lord That's the same thing Matthew gives a more concise uh, A shorter Writing of this account And so it's interesting That When he was ministering publicly in that way of leadership, he gathered men around him in order to further his God-given ministry. You know, we can't do it alone. We need people to help us. You know, I think of the apostles in Acts chapter 6. They said, we can't do it all. We need people to help. And we see that group, those seven men like Philip and Stephen and these different men, They were the forerunners of the deacons. They needed help. They couldn't do it all alone. And you or I, we can't be supermen. We can't do it all alone. We need people to come alongside of us and help us. You know, it's it's necessary. And it also gives us a chance as leaders to mentor other people and to help them. I'm thankful for those who mentored me. I think of my pastor growing up. He took time to mentor me and his son. We met uh, for a few years uh, on Sunday evenings after church and went through a Bible study. We had a chance to go out and visit and to serve and to minister together. And they took time to to take this kind of quirky, quiet teenage boy who felt like the Lord wanted him in the ministry and they took time to mentor me and to help me and to teach me what Lord the Lord has taught had taught them. And Jesus did the same thing. He needed help in doing his God-given ministry. He needed people to come alongside to do that and but most importantly, he wanted to help develop them. You see in that verse in Matthew 4:19, he said, "Follow me, and I not they, I will make you fishers of men." As they followed the Lord, He made them fishers of men. He demonstrated to them how it was done in order to teach them. I mean, it was like a walking seminary class, a walking seminar. As they walked around with Jesus, they got to see Him do these things. They saw how He responded to people. They heard Him preach. They watched as He healed these people, and they had that concern for people. How He was moved with compassion with people. Jesus was all about people. And they saw that. These rough and gruff fishermen, the tax collector, the zealot, these different men, they saw Jesus' heart for people. And if we're going to minister, if we're going to reach people, if we're going to fish for men, we've got to follow the example of our master. That's one of the things why I wanted to dive into the study in my personal time about looking at the life of Christ. And how that he ministered how he ministered, what he did, how he said, how he responded, and so, as they watched him as they observed him, they knew how to do it, and it's the same for us we're we're here some two thousand years almost after these events are recorded in scripture, and yet we have four accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where we can look at the life of Christ and see how he did it and see what he said, and how he responded. And that truth is timeless. Even though it happened many, many, many centuries ago, it still can help us today. And also, He made them what they would become. You know, they weren't the best fishers of men in the beginning. They weren't the best. Uh, they didn't love the people like they would. They turned away the children. Um, when things weren't going right, James and John asked to call down fire from heaven on those people. That was not Christ's heart. And it took them time to learn that. And then we see these men changed after the resurrection and in the book of Acts. And it's going to take time in us, but as we follow him, he will make us fishers of men. And so, uh, just to finish up this study, and the last part of the chapter 4, it talks about, it said, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Samaria, and they brought in him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had palsy, and he healed them. But it's interesting, as he ministered, what was his main focus? His main focus was preaching and teaching the Bible. All other ministries supported his main goal. You know, he did a lot of healing. He did a lot of helping. But yet, he was always there teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew notes this again in Matthew chapter 9. He was going about all the cities and villages, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and teaching. And that was his main focus. Yes, he did these other things. But the main ministry was spreading the word of God, teaching and preaching about the kingdom. And that ought to be us as believers. We do a lot of things to help the ministry. We have outreaches and special events, but our main focus is teaching and preaching and spreading the Word of God and telling them how they can become part of His kingdom. Just a few thoughts about uh, these verses, the calling of the disciples in Christ's public ministry. Remember, He first had that time of preparation before He ministered. He brought men around him to help him do what God had given him to do. He, We must learn from Christ if we're going to fish for men. He's that ultimate example. As we follow him, he will make us fishers of men. And last, his main focus was always preaching and teaching the Bible. Everything else he did supported his main goal. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember, there's so much that we have to learn from the life of Christ. Join us next time as we look at Christ giving that revolutionary sermon on the mount, which really got people, and I look forward to studying it with you. Take care. God bless you all. Thank you for taking time to listen to Truth Applied. Please make sure to subscribe to the channel so you never miss a new episode. And please remember, let's apply what we've learned today into our everyday lives.